0: Georgia um welcome to the show real quick uh is your name a song I yeah. feel like your name okay is okay well here's the thing the only the only reason why is because like once we start like uh, a message back and forth to get, get you on here I was like is is that a name like the theme song from like designing women from back in the day <laughs> like that's what I think of I'm not sure if I'm correct though
1: well, first of all, I love designing women, but no, um, I'm named after the the Ray Charles song, you know, Georgia on my mind, that was my parents first dance. And so that's why they named me Georgia, even though I've actually, like, never, well, I've been to the state of Georgia, like, all of one time.
0: <laughs> but. Okay, but, but, but that's actually kind of a cool story, to be honest. Um, But, but that, but that is the theme song, right? For for designing designing women or is it not it or am I completely thinking of something else
1: is it I haven't seen designing women in so long I don't think they play it anymore and for some reason whenever I try and remember that I always think of the golden girls theme song instead
0: okay you know what I don't know the golden girls theme song so Mm -hmm. I, I when I think of golden girls I don't oh wait yes I do now I do now I do it's like the, thank thank you for being a friend, something like that, right?
1: Exactly. That's it's like one of the best songs ever.
0: <laughs> well, oh, so it's like on your, your top five list then?
1: It is like I like I think a lot about TV intro songs for some reason, and it, it's it's definitely in the top five.
0: That's that's very interesting. <laughs> I I've never spoken to anybody that were uh, the theme song for Golden Girls would be in the top five. So I think we got disconnected.
1: Yeah, Somehow. I did. I have no idea how I just looked down and it was like, it was dead. I'm just going to keep touching my phone and hope that doesn't happen again.
0: No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I, You know what? I'm just going to edit it in and, you know, that's just part of podcasting. That's part of technology. So it's not that big of a deal.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So, okay. So we were talking about uh, uh the golden girls uh designing women very interesting like i said i'd never talked to anybody where the theme song from golden girls is in our top five um i'm kind of curious actually what would be what would be the like other songs that would be in your top five then
1: um Ke- okay i don't know if you remember a show called keenan and kel that was on like nickelodeon back in the day that's yes. up there I think, um, and then the Fresh Prince of Bel Air song is out there. Okay, and, so
0: so they're all like shows, almost. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they're all t- it's it's TV like you know intro music, I guess. So yeah, yeah, they're all shows. I don't maybe like I don't know. Hey Arnold had a really cute. That's a cartoon, I guess. They had a really cute like <laughs> opening song. It was like a little jazz thing. Oh my god,
0: uh, that's amazing! That's amazing. Um, so so real quick, I uh, you know I just uh, your your profession, um, you're a teacher, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. I am.
0: Okay, and what what do you what grade do you teach?
1: Um, I teach sixth grade. This is my first year teaching sixth grade. I've always taught eighth grade before this year.
0: Okay. So yeah, obviously with this, with the, like COVID and all that BS, um, it it obviously, well, at least for, for me in Illinois, you know, like a lot of the the kids are, you know, are, are home as such. And I'm not sure um, where where you're at, if it's kind of like where they can go and they can't go. Um, But you do virtual, right. Or, or, Sometimes or all the time.
1: Yeah, I've been virtual since last March. Um, I was actually thinking about it today. I'm coming up very shortly on a year of not having students inside my physical classroom.
0: Like, how is that?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's a struggle, and it's a struggle for a lot of different a lot of different reasons, to be honest. So,
0: like, I can. You know, especially like for for kids, like you know, they're like number one. You know, to you know, to me, like social interaction for kids is is pretty important. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of being around their peers, and all of a sudden they're stuck at home now with their parents or their mom or dad, whatever it case they be, and they don't even see anybody. Like it's kind of suck, and then, like for the teachers, like you are used to like, how do you teach like on a laptop? Like it doesn't, like it's got to be difficult.
1: It is difficult. Um, I think it's especially difficult for teachers that have been, you know, in the profession for a number of years and aren't really tech savvy because, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I'm pretty computer literate. So when it comes to like navigating my learning platform and teams and stuff like that looking for virtual tools that I can use with the kids to kind of make things more engaging. Um, I'm pretty good with that, but there are other, other teachers that are amazing teachers in the classroom, but when you put them in front of a laptop, it doesn't, that magic doesn't always translate. So it's, it's been a, especially tough for them, but you know, more than anybody, I think it's tough on, on the kids.
0: So has there like, I mean, they're a tennis like probably isn't i mean maybe at that age it's a little bit more different but like how is their attention span on that kind of stuff
1: i mean it's hard like you know um if you study the brain development of adolescents, you'll know that at that age even in person it's it's hard for them to to pay attention now imagine them at home in front of a screen and they're not connecting with you they don't have that in-person connection you know, compounded by the fact that they might be home and have to babysit younger siblings. They might have, you know, parents trying to work from home in the background. They might be, you know, at grandma's house or something, and the internet might be patchy or glitchy. It's it's really difficult to engage with kids in a virtual setting.
0: That's crazy. So I guess, like, you know, hopefully, you know, this kind of like ends you know, soon. I don't see it happening soon, but when it does end, let's just say this happens, I don't know, 20 years from now, like what would be something that you would like change or that you would kind of give um, like advice, like for the future that this ever happened again?
1: Um, I think it, I, for me it's about prioritizing the needs of the whole child because kids don't miss worksheets. They don't miss homework. They don't, they don't miss, you know, assessments, whatever it is. They miss each other and they miss us. And when they're stuck home in pandemics like this, you know, um, we don't know if they're getting hot meals at home. We don't know if they're dealing with some sort of abuse at home or something like that. Um, so try and focus on the whole child, not just, you know, whatever name is on a screen in front of you. So that would, that would have to be my advice, I suppose. I don't know if that's very good advice, but.
0: Oh, no, no. I mean, it's just, you know, the whole thing is un- unprecedented. It's just kind of, it's not the, uh, probably the, the greatest thing going. Um, but I, I just, you know, I, I give. You know, much props, you know, to to you. Um, and to all the teachers that are out there doing that kind of stuff. I know a friend of mine, she was a teacher, but she got kind of like promoted this year. So she kind of does something like in office or whatever. I'm not sure what she does. Mm-hmm. Um but she was like from like her friends, she was like, Yeah, they are just like struggling. And she teaches like they're like they're younger, like I think kindergarten first grade. Um, uh, but she was like telling me like a lot of the kids are just like you don't even see them on the screen they're just like running around the room they're wherever they're at they're just like not even paying attention i'm like (laughs) like it just sucks like like you said like you these kids are so young and they're like sponges like where they just like take in anything and everything and for them to be at home it just it just uh it sucks and it's it's almost like you feel bad for like the future (laughs) like hopefully that's not like a big bump in the road for them
1: I mean, we'll see. Um, God bless, you know, the heart of every elementary teacher out there. I teach middle schoolers and I do not know how kindergarten teachers and, you know, the younger elementary kids are doing it. I really don't know how those teachers are doing it. (laughs) Like, bless their hearts. But um, it could be something that affects us in the future. I'm interested to see, since I'm a middle school teacher, what, like, In a few years, what's the dropout rate going to be for, you know, kids that were in middle school when this hit and had learning losses that they weren't able to recover by the time they hit high school? It could definitely affect us. The fortunate thing about the younger ones is that they're going to have learning losses, obviously, and a lot of that's going to be foundational stuff um, with reading and math. But they'll be the quickest to recover it, hopefully because they're so young, like, it's like, it's like what you were saying, their sponges, their brains are so flexible, all of that, like, they'll recover, it's, it's really the middle school students, and the high school students that I'm most worried about, in terms of learning losses, and how that might affect the future.
0: It's insane, uh, I mean, just, you know, just uh, not, you know, not to put you over anything, and yeah, I, you sound like I would be very much appreciative if, like, you were my teacher growing up because you sound like you know your shit. <laughs> like, which is <laughs> which is good.
1: Well, thank you. That's a really kind thing to say. Um, yeah. This is no. This this you, teaching is everything to me. So, and it's what I've always done. So, it's always what I, what I've always wanted to do. So,
0: so you were like that kid, like growing up, where they were like, "All right, what do you want to be when you get older?" And you're like, "I want to be a teacher." Like, that was you.
1: You know, it was always in my head. I went through, like, different stages where I would say th- I thought at one point about being a writer. I thought at one point about being a dancer. I took dance my whole life. Um, you know, I thought about being, like, a professional wrestler, like, when I was really little, all that silly stuff. <laughs> but, you know, at some point, it really did click for me, like, I'm, I'm supposed to teach or I'm supposed to work with children in some way, you know, in some fashion.
0: Nice. Well, that's good. You know, that's, that's awesome. Like I said, much, much props to you. And, you know, like I said, based off of these couple minutes of minutes of talking to you, uh, it, it's, you are very uh, you sound very intellectual. So, which is, which is cool. It's, it's good. Like, it's, it's awesome that there are teachers that, like obviously just you know hearing you like to actually care about like their profession, but like the kids and, and their future. Um, so we de- hopefully there are like lots of teachers like that. There are They're just like you. Oh, there are okay, good mm-hmm. because we definitely need it in this world. You know.
1: Yeah, I know everyone had like a bad experience with a teacher growing up and everything with the teacher they didn't feel like cared or didn't. feel yeah, everyone. I, <laughs>
0: I so I enjoy drawing. And in, in high school, I took uh, four years of art class, mm-hmm. and my art teacher. I think it was my senior year. We did like a a project at the beginning of of the, of the, of my senior year. And she was like, you know, Justin, your art isn't going to make you like go anywhere. So you're not even going to last at a local college. I'm like, okay. Like (laughs) she just completely, yeah. She just completely like, like i was just like done for the rest of the day like for art in general i was just like done like my my passion for it was completely just like shot to hell like i was i was just done i'm like man that look like sucks like how do you tell someone that like especially art you know because it's such like a, a passion type field where you just like you got to feel it and for a teacher to tell you that i was i was legit I was heartbroken. See, I get I get caught up because I still think about it.
1: That makes me so angry. Like on your behalf, <laughs> like I would. Yeah, it sucked. It, it would really. If I heard a coworker saying that, I would legit go off. But you know, I I'm sorry that happened to you. I I had my own bad experiences with teachers, so I, I know. Like I know it happens. But you know, the hope is t- the hope is to be what like every day when you go in, like what. I needed when I was younger I want to be able to be that person to you know my babies in my in my sixth grade class but god that's so stupid I hope that you like went and took art classes anyway and that you still draw and all of that like
0: well the uh so after that uh, I didn't I literally like didn't do much with art at all um because it was such like a downer um then I still doodle like doodle I still <laughs> you know sketch and stuff um now I actually like I even got into like tattooing for a bit, so I was like really into drawing then. Um but yeah, no, I like So you did do something
1: and, with it. And, like something yeah, really legitimate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was fun. Um but I, I come to realize, especially when it comes to tattooing, like there are so many good tattoo artists out there. It's almost like a profession where I didn't want to like disgrace you know, an actual, you know, someone that has put in, like, so many years. And I'm not saying, like, if I would have, like, continued, I would have gotten to a level of possibility. Who knows? But it's uh, it's definitely, it, it was fun doing it, but I was like, man, that's a lot of time that, you know, that had to be put into it, and that is something I didn't have, you know, what was time. So, um, but no, I still, I still draw around and, and do all that kind of stuff, so it hasn't, affected me that much where I completely just disowned art from my life.
1: Well, I'm glad I didn't stop you. Remember they made fun of Monet when he first debuted in Paris too. So
0: Yeah. Okay. So here, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, like okay, number one, uh, Georgia on My Mind is the theme song for Designing Women. I know. I
1: just googled it. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. So okay. And then uh, yeah. So I guess it was performed by Doc Severson and then uh, Bruce Miller, then Ray Charles. So yeah. So um. So that. And then okay, when it comes to you mentioned professional wrestling, and if you follow uh you on Twitter um, which will get your your handle um, towards the end of the show um, you mentioned professional wrestling mm-hmm. and uh, you are a fan I, I would assume because based off of some of your tweets you're a, a fan of wrestling mm-hmm. um, but I had noticed that like you were taking pictures of like Jeff Hardy of like his face painting mm-hmm. and like finding like an art piece that like almost resembled it. Mm-hmm like do you have like history and art or like you just really get into it and just want to like find it like how the hell did you find these pictures
1: well (laughs) in in that long list of stuff like I was thinking about growing up one thing that I was always interested in was art history um I'm very into art history um and so like at some point, I'm also a lifelong fan of Jeff Hardy. I'm from North Carolina. So, um, you know, he's like a home state hero. And at some point I started noticing that the face paint he does now resembles a lot of um, really cubism mainly. And, you know, different contemporary modern art. And so I, I looked at a bunch of his pictures and I was like, hey, I know a piece that would correspond with that. And I just put it together because I was bored and like one of those random twitter threads it's not as cool as like the ones where people have done like sean michaels and like air force ones or whatever but i had fun with it it occupied my time one night when i was like bored in this you know massive quarantine
0: <laughs> no it was it was cool because i was like how
1: in the hell
0: like you have to be like an art historian to like even think about some of these images because like even when i was in art in high school like cubism was like the genre that i enjoyed because it was so just abstract Mm -hmm. um because when i saw the picture i was like man this like really had the vibe of it and stuff and i was like how in the hell like who who does like how instantly thinks of this picture and his face paint and put them together i was like it was pretty badass it was cool
1: i can't i can't draw but i love and that's one of the reasons why I, i kind of gave up on that because it turns out that even if you major in art history you have to take art classes. Um but yeah, I, I just enjoy art history, so it was just something I had thought of. Some of some of them I look at now and I'm like, What were you even thinking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they don't look like a milk. So, so so how long have you been watching <laughs> wrestling?
1: Um, all my life really I remember watching it with my dad from the time I was like a really little little kid Um and I think the time that I started watching it kind of independently on my own was probably around age like 10 or 11 maybe and at some point my dad kind of fell off of the pro wrestling like fan train like he'll he'll watch it once in a while now and usually complain but um for me it's been a lifelong kind of thing like my big nerdy thing i guess
0: so like were you watching it like when it was like wwf and wcw
1: no i like i remember vaguely watching wcw and i remember kind of like the controversy um when they changed it from wwf to wwe w what is it wwe because of the what was it the world wildlife foundation whatever (laughs) I remember yeah. that, but I don't really remember remember a lot of WCW.
0: I gotcha. So so do you watch like so who are some of your, like your favorite wrestlers now?
1: Um, like current roster. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy Keith Lee. I think he's extraordinary. Um let me see. There's so many, like I really enjoy watching AEW. I think Lance Archer is amazing. I think he's gonna have a big year. Um I love I love um, FTR. They're from North Carolina too, big fans of them. So I don't know, I could keep going, but it's a lot it's a lot. I just always feel like everybody's like, who do you like? And I'm like, I like everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Like I I grew up watching wrestling. Like I from what I was told is that like I was, you know, watching wrestling when I was a baby sitting on my dad's lap. That's mm-hmm. just like what I'm told. I don't know if that's actually true or not. But that's what I'm told. So, like, I grew up watching it. Um, you know, I kind of watch it here and there nowadays. Um, but it's uh, it's very interesting, especially when you're on Twitter. Like all the interactions with with people. Um, it's <laughs> it's kind of a mess at some at some points. Um, it's ne- definitely very negative, but somewhat positive at times. But uh, yeah, that would be part of my nerd side too would be the whole wrestling thing and then uh, the whole art thing so I'm kind of with you on that one
1: yeah I joined Twitter so I could talk to people um, about wrestling actually and then just got really into it I guess like that like a stream of consciousness that is Twitter but yeah it can be really negative it can also be really positive it just depends on you know what you invest your time in I guess because people sure do complain on there a lot
0: Yes, they do, um, especially on there, because I, you know, I also host a, another uh, wrestling, well, not another wrestling, I guess a wrestling podcast as well as this, so it's it's very interesting, you know, needless to say, so, um, but I have, kind of like to, to wrap it up, is I have like five questions, and they're very random, and when I ask these questions, it's it's people are like they're taken back by it. So I'm curious to see how you are going to attack okay, this.
1: Okay, I'm ready. All
0: right. So first question is: What is your favorite word?
1: Loquacious. What? <laughs> I'm an English teacher. Did you think I wouldn't have a favorite word? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, like. I don't even, what, say it Loquacious. again? Loquacious.
1: It means, it means talkative, someone who's very um, verbose.
0: So, okay, so a uh, quick question. So do you use these words, like, every day when you talk to someone?
1: Um No. And I could give you a whole lesson on tiered vocabulary, but I'll spare you. Um, no, not really. Like, it comes out sometimes, but no, I, I don't try and walk around speaking like I'm, like, pinky in the brain or something, you know?
0: that's a it's a that's you you got you got me there uh you might be the only one that probably came up with some type of word that i that nobody else will probably ever use (laughs) on on this podcast so uh second question what are you not very good at
1: wow um a lot of things i'm not good at dieting um (laughs) i'm really bad at (laughs) dieting um,
0: like who 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 can diet the right way i mean come on
1: some people appear to be doing it really well um i'm not good at dieting i'm not good at um math like not super great in math and that comes up a lot because my students will ask for like help with their math homework and i'm like seeing see, another, see <laughs> another teacher about that um I don't, i'm not good at texting people back like messaging people and texting people back i'm not good at that i always forget
0: Oh well, I mean, you know what? Then I feel, I feel, I feel kind of like a little bit honored because every time that you know I interacted with you to kind of get this thing going, you, you responded. So, I, I feel a little bit honored on that. Well,
1: I'm, I'm glad to have that feedback. Someone just like kind of went <laughs> off on of me the other day because I, I wasn't texting them first or texting them back, and I was like, I don't think you get it. <laughs> I'm just bad at it.
0: <laughs> Some people are like, it will like legit. I will. I swear to God, I will message my, one of my best friends I've known since kindergarten, and I will not hear back from him for like two weeks. And I'm like, where the fuck were you, dude? And he was like, I just, he's like, I just never got back to responding. I'm like, yes, I see. Because he has, you know, when you have your you know, iPhone, you can see, you know, if they have the red or whatever. I'm like, you're Reddit. <laughs> so why didn't you just respond to it? Like, I mean, whatever. I can, That's why whatever. my red
1: receipts are all. that's
0: yeah well it's it's the right thing to do like if you know that you're not going to respond back to a message and if you have an iphone then turn that shit off because the person on the other end is like uh, yeah whatever (laughs) i'm done with that if you could have one superpower what would it be
1: um the power to read minds
0: are you serious
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: why would you want that
1: i don't know like think about how much easier it would be to navigate like through life if you could like read every person in situation like like perfectly like you like you'd never be confused in your love life you'd always know like what your partner like needed from you I would always know like what my students needed from me it would be great plus I could probably get super rich that way too and that never hurts so
0: I, I guess okay like I would agree with you on, like, that whole, I guess, the super rich part. Um, But I just feel like it's almost like part of life where you kind of, you have to go through it with the struggles of, like, reading people, especially when it comes to, like, relationships.
1: Well, I, it is a struggle. (laughs) It is a struggle,
0: so. I mean, maybe it's different from, like, a female's perspective to a male's perspective. Like, my perspective is completely just, like, eh. I mean, I'm I, maybe that's just me. I don't know.
1: No, it's it's a challenge for me. I never know. Like I, I never know what anyone wants. I'm always like, I, I don't know. It's confusing. I think reading <laughs> would help.
0: Okay, okay. Um, if you were a type of food, what type of food would you be?
1: Um, that's a great question. I would probably be a cupcake. You know, Cupcake, <laughs> cupcakes are my favorite food. <laughs> and, you know, cupcakes make everybody happy. And I, I think that's the good thing about cupcakes. And you can have, like, a really fancy cupcake or a really, like, basic, simple cupcake. Like, cupcakes are really versatile. And I like to think I'm very versatile.
0: True. I, I like it. Good response. Um, honestly, I probably should have thought that you were going to <laughs> give me that answer yep. <laughs> um, okay legit like no lie I, I think um, I, I believe it was the day of your birthday you like sent out like a tweet for to play like, among us or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: and <laughs> this is like how like, like sometimes I don't even like see what it's in front of me I was like so I, I, I got on there and I'm like I wonder which one she is look like fuck like like your name is cupcake on there
1: yeah and in
0: my head i'm like i'm like Which one? and it wasn't until like later because i because i did a, a recording after that and i was like you mid-recording in in my head when the guy was talking he was and he was talking and then i was like fuck i'm like she was cupcake i'm like how the hell did you not even put those two together
1: i didn't even know you played with me you should have like said hey i played with you i'm sorry i'm really bad at among us by the way i just it's so much fun
0: it it is fun. Well, yeah, it's it's uh, especially when you like play with people that are not, not so too. serious about it.
1: Yeah,
0: but uh, sometimes that can be a little downfall of individuals in this world. But anyways, uh, I
1: last... didn't realize I was cupcake though. That's so funny.
0: Yeah, I seriously swear to God because I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like wish you a happy birthday, and then I'm like, fuck, I don't even know who it is. I was like, I don't want. I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> Like, hey, who's who's uh <laughs> who's Cupcake and uh who's like there's a birthday person here in this room? Like I didn't want to talk to So I was like, eh. Um all right, so last question. Uh okay, so since this is themed, this whole podcast is is, is themed outlaw. Um your Bonnie, who's your Clyde? Um
1: that's that's a weird question (laughs) because you okay why is it a weird question because bonnie and clyde had like this oddly tragic romantic relationship so i i do not currently have any sort of romantic relationship tragic or otherwise um i don't know Um, okay
0: so okay listen i swear to you well, I swear to you, like, you're not the only one, because when I ask this question, people are like, what, like, what do you, like, what do you mean by this? Because it's like, just like you, like, they go, like, they, they really read into the whole, like, story of them, too. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, hey, this is, like, like, you know, this is, this is how Outlaw podcast, I'm like, if you were on the run with someone, like, who would it be? Like, who would be your, your, you know, your mate or whatever that's gonna be, you know, You're going to be
1: running running from the law with. I'm sorry. I'm overanalyzing it. I don't know. Like one of my, my, probably my best friend of like five years now. Like she, she's my, she's probably my ride or die. She would like, she would go with me on the run. Maybe my dad, I'm super close with my dad and he's like very handy and like knows all sorts of things that would probably like keep me alive if I were like on the run. Um, So maybe either one of those. Maybe my friend, because it would be super annoying to go on the run with my dad. He would just be like, <laughs> bless his heart. He would just drive me crazy the whole time.
0: <laughs> okay, so, okay, we'll just, we'll go with your friend on this on this mm-hmm. answer. Um, yeah. All right, so th- those, those were the five questions. Uh, and you uh, answered them really, really well. Uh, that first word, I literally still. I I don't even remember what the word was and this was like five minutes ago. What was the word again? T-
1: Loquacious. I'll message it to you. It's my favorite word.
0: Okay. I'm gonna, then I'm gonna start using it. And then people are gonna be like, What are
1: you talking about? I'm
0: like, I don't know, I just heard it when I was recording a podcast. Don't worry about it, dude.
1: Yeah. It's look, we're educating people. It's like it's like you're taking some teacher with you.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. So you want to uh, let everybody know what your your Twitter handle is uh, to give you a follow because I mean you you do talk a lot about about wrestling and you are um, I know it's a, a tweet earlier you, I mean you are witty so <laughs> <laughs> so I think so so for some for some for that so, yeah, 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 so for some uh, wittiness off your your Twitter um, you want to let everybody know what your handle is.
1: Um. Okay, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You know, if you don't want to, you don't have
1: to. No, I just I always feel weird. Like I don't know why people follow me on Twitter. Honestly, I don't know why. Um, like well, I think I know why, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: gonna say I <laughs> If you look at the messages, I mean, there's only one gender that is really responding to all your messages.
1: You know what? You know what? I take, I object to that. I have made some really cool female friends on Twitter. Okay. So, um, I've made a lot of cool friends on Twitter. I have no complaints. Okay. My, <laughs> my, <laughs> my at is, um, at GA tweets with four S's on the end. Um. You don't have to follow me. <laughs> yeah. I imagine if you go on my page and scroll, you'll uh you'll get an idea about whether or not I'm someone you would like to follow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was, all, I was, all I'm saying is is you are definitely worth the follow. Well, thank um, you. <laughs> I, I I you know like I said, I have a a wrestling podcast as well, so that's where I first found your your accounts um through the endless scrollings of of stuff and i was like once i started this you know this podcast i was like i want to get her on because she's like a a teacher and i need to like i need, i really wanted to know like her her side of what's going on so i i appreciate you coming on here and, and giving your your expertise on on teaching during this covid quarantine times
1: no problem it was it was enjoyable to talk to you it was fun
0: Awesome. So, um, until then, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Maybe we'll get like an update in the future. Who knows?
1: Smooth. All right. Good luck with everything with your podcast. Thank you. All right. Bye.
0: All right, bye. Bye. Welcome, Brett, to the podcast. My friend, you are a fellow podcaster. You are a host of your own podcast. How about you uh, kind of go through and explain your, your podcast to the, uh, to the listeners?
2: Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on today. Uh, my name is Brett. I am the host of Recovery Survey. It's a podcast about addiction, recovery, mental health, uh, basically just anything that is that there's a stigma around that people don't like to talk about kind of the uh, the underworld or like the the cousin that, that everybody has in their family that nobody really talks about just kind of that kind of person man that's that's me or that's who I was before and you know just trying to uh, to share the message that we can get through. Different kinds of addictions and different kind of struggles and, and you know that that it's possible, man. I'm just kind of trying to share that hope with other people.
0: So when I you know came up with this idea of the, of this uh, podcast, this solo podcast, because I, I host another podcast with my cousin um, and with the whole the name outlaw. um the two zero three was something that is more of a uh, of a personal number that. Kind of holds dear to my heart, um but the whole outlaw part is is more the aspect of individuals being the raw true selves mm-hmm. um, so when I came across your podcast, I guess essentially like addiction has always been something that's it, it it might sound like it's ignorance on on my part and it that might be the word, but it's almost like. I have an uncle who, you know, who is addicted to alcohol, um, a cousin that enjoys drinking. Um, I don't know if he would be considered an addict. And so let me just ask you this. So what is considered like an addict? Because like I know it's obviously it's a whole there's a whole array of being addicted to something. It's not just obviously alcohol or substance. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things. But what is like a, what is an actual addict?
2: Well, I mean, I think depending on who you ask, everybody's answer is going to be different. I don't know that there is one set answer that everybody would agree on. uh, But I can say from personal experience and from the different guests that I've had on the show, because I, you know, I talk to alcoholics, drug addicts, porn addicts, sex addicts, uh, overeaters, gamblers, like any type of addiction. Like I've, I've talked to people with all all sorts of things and I think one of the common threads with addicts is I, th- I think it's a mental thing man I really do um, and it's hard to explain and I was trying to think about it coming into this podcast because I, I kind of assumed that this question would come up and I guess the best way I can really describe it is it's just like this obsession and compulsion and once I start using i can't stop like it's really hard to explain um especially as go
0: ahead no no so uh, like what so when it comes to your podcast like are you basically were were you addicted to to something
2: yeah my my personal story i was i'm I'm a recovering drug addict um my drug of choice if uh, and I know a lot of people use that terminology, drug of choice, and I think that's like a, a rehab kind of uh, phrase, uh, but my drug of choice was methamphetamine. Um, but really, I would use anything that I could get my hands on, man. Uh, there's a there's a joke that, that people say a lot, and I, I agree with it is, you know, my drug of choice is whatever you got. Like, if you're willing to share it with me, I'll do it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um,
0: this is so,
2: okay and then like
0: because this it's it's this area um it, it just really intrigues me it is it's because like it's almost like i want to know and I, I don't even know if there's an actual answer to it Where it's like i want to know like what what causes someone to be an addict to something like, is it DNA? Is it something within your, your body, like your system where there's a chemical like emails? Like, like, is, is there like an act, is there an answer for that? Or is it just, we just kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to put it. If you kind of, if, if you understand kind of what, what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. I, I understand the question. I don't know that there's an answer to that. I know A lot of people have the idea that it can be a genetic thing or you can be predisposed to addictive behaviors. Um, You know, as far as I know, no one in my immediate family struggles with at least substance addictions. I don't know about other things that they do in private, but I don't know that they struggle with those kind of things. Um, And honestly, I'm not I don't know if there's a scientific reason like you're talking about a chemical imbalance or what it is, man. But I've, even from a young age, I was always drawn to wanting to try drugs. Like, and I'll, I'll kind of go into a little bit of a backstory, but, um, and I'm not going to say too much cause I don't want, I don't want to um, put anybody at risk or in danger. But um, yeah. when I was a kid, my dad was an undercover narcotics officer. He's, he's still a police officer. He doesn't work for the same, uh, department that he works for now. But when I was a kid, like he would go undercover and he'd buy dope from people and, and they'd build a case and try to like work their way up to the, like the, from the street level dealer, like up to the big guys and like try to arrest those guys. And for whatever reason, like, I don't know if, I don't know if that plays into it for my story, but I was always intrigued by drugs and drug culture and wanting to know what different drugs would make me feel like and what different chemicals would do. Um, And then, you know, trying to combine different things and see what would happen. And for whatever reason, like I always had that curiosity of like, I wonder what, I wonder what it feels like to do heroin. I wonder what it feels like to do Coke. I wonder what it feels like to trip acid. Like I always had those kind of questions in my mind. And, you know, once I, once I became an adult at 18, it was like, fuck it, let's find out
0: yeah i know like like for me um I, I guess i never really uh you know got it like was into like the the drugs um like i say I, I enjoy you know drinking and stuff like that but i know when i first tried smoking weed like it it, like, put me in such a, like, a shock where I was, like, I don't know, like, if I can do this, like, on a normal basis. Like, it, it literally scared the shit out of me. I was, like, I am not, I am not, like, I seriously, I w- I remember vividly, like, I, 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 I took it and I was staring at myself in the mirror and I said... Why, God, why? like, mm-hmm. please help me like get through this because it was you know, obviously it's it was my first time using it. I had no idea what I was gonna be experiencing. Yeah, obviously there is different um, types of weed there out there. I have no idea what I smoked because I was with my friends, so I had this, this idea. We were young, so it probably was the worst shit that was out there. But it made me feel like a complete ass. And then all I know is I fell asleep, and then that was and that was it. Um, so I, I think when it comes to drugs, like I just I personally just I, I'm just like scared, even though it's just weed. I was like, I'm just like terrified. Um, so like, it's I, I I don't know if I will be able to even like handle anything else because I feel like I would probably just like shit over and just die because it would be too like too much for me. <laughs>
2: yeah, I get that, man. I get that. I mean, my my wife is the exact same way, man. She's she's never even smoked weed, so it's kind of a it's kind of an odd thing. Like we'll have we'll we'll talk about it sometimes about like. Yeah, or I'll bring up, like, different drug experiences and stuff, and it's like I'm speaking a foreign language because she has <laughs> no idea what it's like. So how long have you um, been cl- – clean, is that the right word, or,
0: or sober? Like, what's the correct – because I don't want to offend anybody that, that is listening, or even you. Like, is there a correct word? Uh, n-
2: I don't know that there's a correct word um the way i kind of view it, it i don't know I'm, I'm kind of a analytical kind of guy and a lot of people say sober i say clean because if you look the the dictionary definition of sober is with stain from alcohol um but a lot of people say sober so i mean both both are correct so either either is fine like i i understand the what you're saying i understand what you mean when you say sober i understand what you mean when you say clean so to me it doesn't offend me but i know there's some people in certain 12-step fellowships that are like oh don't say sober or don't say clean like it's kind of it's all semantics really man
0: okay so how long have you been clean
2: uh december 26th will be six years
0: well, nice. Nice. Well, congratulations. Early on that. Um, that. Yeah, man. So so with that being said, like, you brought up your wife. Now, is it like were you using when you guys were together or or was it or, were you, or did you meet her after?
2: No, I met her after we've been oh, okay. together. We've been together four years okay so
0: nice so it's it's so it's almost like you you come out of it like obviously on uh where the grass is greener you know where you you met someone and you know your love of your life and you married her so um it's kind of a, it's a good story you know it's still going obviously but you know to be you know using it and coming out clean i mean that's that's pretty badass and to find your your love and to marry her
2: that's, that's a pretty damn good story man yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'm I'm one of the fortunate ones, man. I didn't end up uh didn't end up going to prison for for the rest of my life. I didn't end up overdosing and dying. Like uh, you know, I I picked up a misdemeanor, but you know, it's not it's not like a, a world changing, life ending kind of thing, you know. I can still yeah. find employment and man, I feel really lucky that that it wasn't worse than it is you know yeah i hear you so when it comes to your podcast um you started beginning of the year um april
0: april okay so what what uh like what was the the story behind your podcast like what made you decide to get into the podcasting world
2: Mm, that's a good question i've always been a fan of podcasts i've been listening to podcasts for several years man and always like that's what i do when i'm driving like the job i have now i i work by myself most of the time so i have headphones in oh, excuse me i am gonna grab a quick sip of water i'm choking them go right <laughs> ahead <laughs> i'll re-say that whole part so you can just chop out me <laughs> choking. we're gonna leave it in there man it's outlaw dude this is raw okay okay yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs>
2: um yeah so i listen to podcasts all the time man i've that's just like my form of entertainment and for for a while i've i talked to different people about it i'm like man I'd, i really love to have my own podcast. um i love the idea of getting to meet different people and and see different people's perspectives and stories and all this and um I was talking with my buddy on the phone and he was like, dude, just do it. Quit talking about doing it and just do it. And I was like, okay. And so I ordered some some real shitty equipment off Amazon for like 50 bucks and put together probably the world's worst uh, trailer and <laughs> did some Googling and figured out how to submit my podcast and got that whole process rolling. And, you know, I've I've learned a lot since I started and... I've, you know, upgraded gear and figured out different techniques when I'm editing. And, you know, it's, it's a definitely a learning process. And I, I try to make each episode better than the last one. So, yeah. So how, how
0: is it when it comes to, to getting, to getting guests on? Cause you have, like you said, I mean, you have an array I've, you know, I, I listen to your stuff and it is an array of individuals so like how does like I mean you got to be constantly be, be emailing DMing people left and right cuz I know like getting a hold, trying to get a hold of someone is like it's, it's like trying to try to find a needle in a haystack man it can be difficult at times.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely difficult in the beginning to to find the first couple of people to be on the show. Um, a couple of the first episodes are people that I know personally. So I just called them up and was like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. Can you talk for 30 minutes? And they're <laughs> like, Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fine. Um, and it's just kind of grown organically. Um, a lot of my guests come from social media and I'd say probably at least half of them, they message me first and they'll say, Hey, I wrote this book about my experience with addiction or, um, you know, they'll just, or I'm working on this project that has to do with recovery or I started this group or whatever the case is. And they'll say, would you be interested in having me on the show? And I'd say like 95 percent of the people that message me, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a great fit. Let's let's get this thing rolling. Let's record.
0: Yeah. So out of all the people you've had, has there been uh, a guest where the or the, the story where where you're like, holy shit, like that's a deep story.
2: Yeah, there was a episode a couple weeks ago that just came out, and uh, the guy was sharing his story about his his dad dying and him blaming himself, and, you know, I, the I don't remember all the details, but basically they were playing chase, and his dad had been drinking a little bit, and they were in a two-story house, and he was chasing after him, and he, like, ran out on the balcony and then cut to the side or something, you know, just being being silly and playing and the dad didn't see him turn and ran and fell over the edge of the railing and hit the driveway. And it's like, Oh,
0: holy shit.
2: That's, and that was, yeah, for his story, that was kind of the beginning of, of his addiction was, you know, he blamed himself for, for this freak accident of his dad dying and his brother blamed him for it. And his life just kind of spiraled from there. And it was like, man, that's, and just to hear him in his own words and hear the emotion in his voice and stuff, it was just like, man. Um, and there was another one, uh, another one that was kind of an early on episode. Um, it's actually the only episode I've recorded in person. Everything else has been, uh, remote just with COVID and everything. But, it, it's a, it's a guy that I know. And I was, I was actually friends with his son and his son, he and his son both struggle with addiction. Um, and he he got off his medication and he started using again and he committed suicide and that's
1: that oh, was Jesus. probably one of
2: that was probably one of the most difficult episodes I've recorded so far. Um, like I went to his funeral and um you know just to be there face to face with his dad and him like getting into the whole story because I didn't know all the details of of the story. Um and man that one was that one was rough recording editing like listening to it again it was that was tough
0: yeah i could i could imagine i mean it's uh it, it's hard listening to to you know real life you know stories like you, you see stuff on the movies you see stuff like that um but i you know i really enjoy you know true crime and, and that whole genre and stuff like that and it's like i'll be at work the same thing with me at my full-time job because you know podcasting you don't make that much money when you kind of start off but uh you know so i have to have a full-time job to support you know my household um but i'm by myself i'm a bread vendor so i literally have the whole you know day to myself and i just listen to podcasts and i'll be legit like sitting in my truck listening and all of a sudden like i'll start like crying because of the story Mm -hmm. i'm like god damn like I can, I can never imagine you know being those those people where you you lost your 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 you know your mother your father whatever the case may be and especially if it was like a freak accident your family is blaming you like that's a lot to bear for one person I mean we're all human beings you know and it's just kind of like that's just fucked up it's a fucked up world man
2: yeah for sure. <laughs> for sure it
0: is it is but um I guess like with 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 your podcast we all have you know what you know goals when it comes to our podcast like is there a goal that you have in mind for your podcast like what you your podcast where you want people to to view it as as the the years go on
2: Mm. and that's a good question i mean selfishly like you i would love for podcasting to be my full-time job i would love to make money off of it um not like in a sellout kind of way um but man, I would love to do that. Like I'm passionate about it. I enjoy doing it. Uh, but just on like a realistic level, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I do it because I love it. Like I said. Yeah. Um, but passion. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I mean, man, my goal is just to help people. If I can help one person, you know, it's it's been worth all the trouble, man, if I can help someone who feels like they're hopeless and that they can't find a way out and something that either I say, or one of the guests that I have on say says uh, changes their life, man. Like that's, that's good enough for me.
0: Yeah. Cause I almost, it's almost like when I listen to your episodes, um, your guests do like a lot of the, like the, the, the conversating and it's almost like it's therapeutic for them, like where they don't really know at that time, but like, as they start talking, they just keep going. And that's why like, I enjoy uh, your show is because like, you're not like cutting the person off asking these questions. It's like you just let them talk and talk and you get so much out of it where at the end, I mean, that individual probably has to feel, you know, somewhat, I'm obviously not so all relieved, but you know, where, it's, where they feel a little bit better about themselves that there was someone there like listening to mm-hmm. their story you know so like that's what i really like about your your show is you're not all up in it you know i mean when i started listening to you i was like where's the host i'm like where is he <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know Cause i'm like i don't even hear him
2: <laughs> yeah for sure man i've i've had a few people ask me about that like oh i see that you're faces and on the cover art or whatever. Um, and and what I usually tell people is I'm not on the podcast to, to be the star. I don't, I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to be like the face of recovery podcasts. My outlet is to try to help other people be able to spread their message to share their story. It's not about me. So yeah, I, I agree, man. I, My dad made a joke the other day. He's like, I don't even know why you bothered upgrading your microphone because you never use it. He's like, (laughs) well. That's actually kind (laughs) of true. Like, well, holy shit, you might be right, Dad. (laughs) Could have saved some money, but whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So I have I have five questions, man, that are just kind of out of the blue. They're they're random and you don't know because I didn't send them to you, so this is all going to be new to you. Um, but take your time with it, all right? Cool. So, first question is, what is your favorite word?
2: My favorite word? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a really random question. Um, hmm. Well, when I've been playing back my podcasts and and listening to the few times I do speak. I would say my favorite word is probably absolutely because that's how I start pretty much every sentence. <laughs> um,
0: I, uh, I, I know when I uh, first started, I, I released a, a podcast. that was called My iPhone Podcast, and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And I was just talking about just a whole bunch of random stuff. It was, I was doing it by myself, and the word that I kept on using was Phenomenal. I have no idea why, but that word kept on coming over. And I was listening to it. When you listen back, I'm like, man, it is so annoying. I can only imagine what the listeners feel. So we all have it. Uh, you know, obviously, as the as the months go on and the, the days of recording keep going, you, you kind of you learn to not use those words so much. But, yeah, phenomenal was my word.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not sure what the hell I was using that for, but phenomenal was the word for me. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the end of the show folks uh, second question what are you not very good at
2: what am I not very good at man there's a whole list of stuff I'm not good at I would say it'd probably be easier to say the things that I am good at <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, there, is there one thing where your wife is like you know Brett you're just not really good at this <laughs> Um, she would probably say listening. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, wait, wait a minute,
0: right? You do a lot of listening to your podcast. How can that not be?
2: <laughs> well, I, I think there's two different kinds of listening. That's something that I've I've learned from myself. There's 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 being there physically and and hearing things. And then there's like active listening where you're attentively paying attention to what the other person's saying.
0: Uh, listen, I'm the same way in my household. I'm here, but I'm not really here. But I'm here, but not just really. Yeah. Um, this is probably the most generic question you'll probably ever get asked. So here it is. If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
2: Mm. I've thought about this a few times, and I'm stuck between the ability to fly and being invisible. Uh, they both... I think they both have some, some cool benefits. I'm not sure which one I would pick.
0: It's a tough one. But, you know, I guess either one would work, actually.
2: I'm going to go with Invisible.
0: Okay, I'll do, I'll, I'll do Invisible. Sometimes I would like to be invisible in my life sometimes uh if you were a type of food what type of food would you be
2: probably pizza pizza <laughs> i wonder you know what
0: i am going to tally everybody's response because i feel like pizza might be the most common answer
2: yeah i i would agree with that i mean and uh,
0: Pizza is delicious though, but you're, you're, is, is there a good pizza in, in Dallas,
2: man? I've worked at several pizza places in Dallas when I was younger and doing drugs and stuff, man. That's, that's one of the easiest jobs to get if you're getting high, man. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's definitely some good pizza out here.
0: I just, I, you know, I just, you, I guess you're Texas is kind of, you know, obviously known for some barbecue and, mexican and all that kind of jazz so i just i just whenever we go down there to visit family i just i don't ever remember seeing a pizza place at all so i guess maybe it's just the area where we're at i don't know so last question since this is you know an outlaw type podcast um your bonnie
2: who's your clyde Um, I don't know that I really understand how to answer the question. Like are you talking about like a celebrity or
0: no, so like... obviously, you know, the buying <laughs> client were were you know they were obviously, you know, you know, known outlaws and stuff right, like that. Right. You're on the run. So um,
2: Yeah, they, were, know, who, they had, who
0: had a hideout be... in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> How? Yes, very true, very true. Um So, I'm just, who would be your client? Like, who would be the you, your uh, the one running with you?
2: I guess it would have to be my wife.
0: Good response. In <laughs> case she listens, good response. Good husband, she, Brett.
2: She listens to all of them, man. <laughs> yeah, I
0: saw. You know what? I saw that uh that she uh was recently on yours, so I gotta I gotta catch up on on. on on podcasts, i because obviously i listened to a whole bunch of them so um but i I can't wait to hear that one it's gonna be i'm sure it was very interesting to have your wife on there
2: uh she's been bugging me since i started the podcast to have her on and i was like i don't know if it really fits or whatever and i was like yeah i guess it does fit so we went (laughs) ahead and did it
0: sweet i i I can't wait to listen i'll uh uh, i'll you a message let you know how how it went so um but hey man i appreciate you uh coming on um final words sell yourself put yourself out there the floor is all yours get yourself over
2: let the world know man (laughs) i appreciate it man yeah like i like i mentioned earlier i have a podcast called recovery survey it's about addiction recovery mental health just all kinds of stuff like that man um As we've already mentioned, I don't do a whole lot of talking, so if I sound like a (laughs) dumbass on this podcast, uh, the good thing is I probably only talk for like two minutes in a 30-minute episode so you don't have to hear me talk. Um, I have episodes that come out every Wednesday. You can find me at recoverysurvey.com. Pretty much all social medias are going to be Recovery Survey. Um, Yeah, if you're struggling with addiction or know someone that is, and then you're looking for help or solutions, man. You, my my inbox is always open. I'll talk to anybody. I'll do anything I can to help you out. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, Brett, like I said, it's been a pleasure. Um, we'll definitely have to do this again, uh, because I, I I enjoyed our our chat. So, um, but everybody needs to to listen to your podcast because your your podcast is definitely badass and it definitely opens up the the mind, uh, to, to the whole world, uh, that you present on your podcast. So much props to you. And it's definitely a podcast that's definitely takes the, uh, bull by the horns and talks about things that people don't want to kind of hear or, or talk about. Uh, so you definitely got some, some balls, man, to be putting that shit out there and definitely appreciate it though, in, a, in a good way.
2: I appreciate it, man. And thank you for inviting me on the show, man. It's, It's been great.